Tip FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry In association with Slattery's of Pecan, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecan, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie Now, earlier on this morning, we heard from Joseph, who was in uh, Clonmel and came across a family in a tent. And we asked our own Alison to uh, go and find out what the story was and she's uh, back and she's all breathless as well. How are you, Ellie? Hi, friend. And thanks very much for doing that, Ellie. Can you can you give us the background to this? Yeah, so the story is, it's actually a family of five that's in this very small two-man tent. Now, when I went down, the tent had moved. It wasn't outside the post office anymore. It's now outside the council offices. Um, there was nobody there when I went down, but as it turns out, they were in, in the council offices themselves speaking to um, housing officials inside there. Um, the gentleman I spoke to, he's from Wales originally and he married a Clonmel woman and they have three children, um, all boys, five, six and five months old. So they've been staying in this tent for the last few nights. They've been homeless for a few months. They've been couch surfing friend to friend. Um, the last friend that they were staying in, there was a, a disagreement and they'd been asked to leave. But I suppose, you know, having five people in a house is it's, going to it's create. A big ask, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Um, they were very emotional, uh, very frustrated. Um, the mom, Annie, who you'll hear from in, in, a, in a moment, said her five month old has a chronic cough and is constantly sick because they're sleeping, as you can imagine, outside in the cold and the wet constantly. She's always afraid for their safety. Um, she says they move around um, where they camp up most nights um, just so people don't um, I suppose identify where they are all yes. the time and they, they put a target on themselves but she did speak about and you'll hear her talking about um, the danger she feels every night of people approaching the tent and similar to the family that we spoke to in Nina as yes. well yeah. they're encountering that same kind of antisocial behaviour at night it's it's really unfortunate they, they found themselves in hard times they're looking for, for genuine help she said she's willing to take anywhere and she was under the impression that if she presented herself and her family to the council, that they then would be obliged to give them emergency accommodation. That doesn't seem to be the case. And what she's saying is that, now this is according to her, she's saying that um, in order to put their application forward for the council, they had to give an address. Obviously, being homeless, they don't have an address. So a friend of theirs was kind enough to give their address for correspondence. But because she was able to give an address, she says that the council have told her, well, this is obviously where you're staying, so you're not in need of accommodation. So you have accommodation? Yes, or they've suggested that she go and stay with a family member, but she said their uh, relations aren't great in the family, so that's not an option that's open to her. It's... It was very, you know, I I felt they were very genuine people, very frustrated. They don't know where else they can go or what else right. they can do. And just tell us again, three children under the Three age children, of... all boys, five, six and five months. Oh and, you know, even trying to manage three kids in that situation is terrible. And even when I was there, one of the little boys actually soiled himself oh my when he was there. Oh, the and they had nowhere to go to clean him up. And from what I could see, they had very little belongings with them either. Um, but just to, to hear her story, this is what she said to me when I, I spoke to her. Tell me your name, first of all. Um, my marriage name is Anna Penhowood. My maiden name is O'Connor. And Anna, yourself, your husband and your three children have been sleeping yeah. in a tent outside the council offices. How long for? Um, well, we've been sleeping in the tent um, all over, all over the town. But um, 
we sofa surfed in friends, we slept in the back of vans and then recently that friend moved, I stopped speaking to her and now we're back to the tent, my five month old baby, five year old son, six year old son. My five month old son is sick all the time, all the time from this, I've told the council that, they just shrugged their shoulders at me. Um, I have got down on my hands and knees and I have begged, please. I said, I'm not even begging for a house right now, even if it's just any sort of accommodation, roof over our heads. I said, no. I said, what do you want me to do? They said, go back to sofa surfing. I said, even sofa surfing is not an option anymore. What's the reason they're saying that they don't have anything at all for you? They're saying, um, uh, Hap, is the, is the, you've got to show your help in yourself. And I said, but how, I need a helping hand, basically. Like, I need some sort of help along the way. Like, some, some people just do sometimes, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like it's not really my fault that I've fallen on hard times, you know, that's just life sometimes. But um, they're saying to me that, yeah, that they can only give me half. I said, what about emergency accommodation? I said, everyone around the whole town, like, yeah. that I tell my situation. And they're like, that's what they have emergency accommodation yeah. for. So I'm saying that to them all the time, and they're like, no, we don't have emer- emergency accommodation for the size of your family. So I was like, I never heard of that before. Never. I was like, I've got three kids. I was like, I'd even buy, go and buy my own cot. Do you know what I mean? Um, no, no, no. Um, kept on crying please is there something you can do for me just there now again in there crying please will you do something for me no go look I said I've um, the hospital um, we went up there I think it was Friday and Saturday I'm not 100% sure and they actually there was a lovely nurse up there she felt sorry for us and she actually paid for two nights in a hotel amazing um I told them while we were in the comfort, um, that's when we started applying like for places, you know, just to show them, look, we, uh, we yeah. will do something, but like we only want a roof over our heads while we're actually trying to help ourselves, you know what I mean? Like yeah. some sort of accommod- emergency accommodation. Um, yeah, here's more new ones. I was like, come on, like this is, excuse my language, taking, it is taking the piss. Like we're showing you that, we're showing you that we're trying to help ourselves mm. while you could like give us a helping hand too, do you know what I mean? But then all we're trying is more papers. Are you at the stage now where you take anything just to get a roof over your heads? Uh, yeah. 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 Like, I did say at the start, um, because I've had um, letters signed by my doctor and my husband um, about our mental health. Like, we've had a lot of severe mental health, like depression and anxiety, um, suicidal thoughts a lot. They know all that. They've seen all the papers. Every time I say that to them, did you see, did you look at my, pap- my papers that the doctor signed? Yeah, seen it. They don't want to hear no more about it. Um, and the doctor signed on there because I have a problem with unfamiliar places, like places I'm not familiar with. So I, and my children have already moved school back last year and they didn't like it. Like they were crying every day inside it. So I brought them back to St. Peter and Paul's. Um, and that's where they want to stay. That's why I was saying for those two reasons, like I would prefer a place in Clamell. And then at the time they said, that's very hard. I don't know how many times, because we have all the time in, in the world to walk around and do nothing. I don't know the amount of times I've seen empty buildings. Just prior park up there by the train station, all empty houses. The wilderness, I've seen empty houses. Do you know what I mean? I've seen empty houses all over. There was a cousin of mine here a few days ago who walked in handing in keys of a house. And he turns around and he goes, oh, that, that's the first cousin of mine who's living on the street. He goes, I'll hand her the keys of my house. Sorry, that's not how it works. Like, it, I, maybe that is just how it is, yeah, but still ridiculous, like, seeing me on the street and not, I don't know, I feel like there's more that they could just do. How are you managing in a, looks to me like oh, a two-man tent it's, with three No, kids. it's ridiculous, it's ridiculous. We don't sleep. It's okay, I know. <laughs> we don't sleep. In case anyone, like, comes around the tent or anything. That's, it happened last night. We were sleeping around the corner. Um, how can I explain it? It's across from my kids' school, actually. It's filled with benches. And um, 
we try to look for places where like say if anything was to be robbed like people would be driving past and they could see yeah. do you know what I mean you're out of the way yeah, yeah. Um, but then um, uh, another night someone literally was literally urinating on the tent we had to move the tent um, last night someone was like around the pram so we stayed in there for a few minutes like I was really scared but then um, that's why we came around here and we, we, thought, we thought to ourselves like how come the whole time we didn't just tent, camp outside the, the council because the first thing they said to me is go to your mother's like they 100% believe I'm living in my mother's I said get like obviously I have my mother's phone number I said get in contact with her um, they believed at another stage that we lived in another address because they needed um, uh, somewhere to send letters so he knew of someone that the man said look he was like I might get in trouble for this but if you need somewhere to send letters he goes you can send them here once we were accepted they turned around and goes um, no, we believe that's where you're living. Got a letter from that man to prove that we, we aren't living there. But then you're in a, a circle then of, you have to have an address so they can keep in contact oh, with you, but the second you give an nightmare. address... Yes, yeah. yes, that's, that's exactly what I said to them. I said, it's almost like you're trying to trick us, like out on something that you can't trick us out on, but still, like, they're very intimidating in there. Very intimidating. So even when you're explaining your situation, they're just like, death staring you and like, you know, if you cry, they'll tell you that you're abusing them. I'm like, I'm... I'm Maybe it sounds like I'm raising my voice because I'm crying. Do you know what I mean? I'm not shouting or I'm not like saying um, bad words or you know anything like that. But I do cry. Yeah, I can't help it. When I when I told them that um, I had been to the guards and I had told them I'd been to the hospital because I ran out of choices, so I didn't know what else to do. They said, um, "What are you doing going to the guards?" And what are you do? When I told them, "What are you doing going to the guards?" And what are you doing going to the hospital? So what are they meant to do for you? You're just going around in circles. You need to learn how to help yourself. I was like, what, what am I meant to do? Like, what actually am I meant to do in a tent? Three kids, one of them being a five-month baby, just not five-month-old baby. There's not much you can do for yourself, apart from look for help off other people, do you know what I mean? But, yeah. Uh, so, what, what are you going to do now? I, I'm at a loss. I feel like I'm at a loss. Like, I, I'm just going to have to keep going in, aren't I? But in the meantime, like, it's, I'm, like I said to them now, I said, like, what does it take for, like, one of my children or someone to die before you just say, oh, my God, I didn't realise I was that serious? Do you know what I mean? That is what it's actually going to take. Because I told her how sick my child is. She just there staring at me. She's like, yeah, go. And she she, re- she talks over what I'm saying. Because I'll say, my, my child is so sick. And she would be like, now, these are new ones that I've printed out. Do you know what I mean? Like, not taking no heed in what I'm saying or my situation whatsoever. I've never I've never seen, like... I don't know, such cold-heartedness in my life. Like, it feels like none of them have a heart in there. I'll ask to talk to another person then, no thinking someone else will listen to me. No, sorry, I'm the only person you can speak to. So they won't let me talk to anyone else in there. You feel like you're getting over. Yeah. That's very harrowing, Ellie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And lovely people and the kids were, were lovely, lovely kids just falling on hard times and just they can't seem to get help but anywhere. nothing for them. Apparently not. Now, look, I know there's always two sides to everything and we're going to seek a statement as well from the council, but I suspect they'll probably say we can't comment on individual cases, which would be yeah. the normal reply. Um, but, but you would think, I mean, for a family in that situation with a five-month-old baby and, mm. and two other small kids, that there would be some type of emergency accommodation available and to you them. And you were saying to me, Ali, it's cold. Freezing, know, freezing down. Cold. And today, this morning, it's freezing down. I can't imagine what it was like last night and the rain pelting down as well last night and then it's lit. It's a situation we shouldn't, we shouldn't have to talk to a woman like that in that uh, Absolutely. And, and, and the moment very articulate as well. Lovely lady. But, but heartbroken, yeah. you can hear Completely. It, and yeah. just doesn't know where to turn. Ali, thanks very much indeed for that. Thank you. Uh, 1800 938 007.
Join the conversation in Tipperary. Contact us through Facebook, Twitter or email tiptoday at tipfm.com. Tip Today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie.